0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Vangirls Podcast, a place for fun, fandoms, friendship, and most importantly,
1: fangirling. I'm Julie, and filling in today for Lauren is our lovely special correspondent, Amanda. Welcome back, Amanda. Hey, everyone. All right. So today we are talking about the Disney Plus hit Lightyear. And I say hit because it was severely underrated. It was so cute, so funny. And the fans just came out swinging with this one along with the critics. And I'm inclined to disagree with all these critics. I get Buzz Lightyear is a staple Tim Allen. Did great, but this is a totally different story that needs to be told. And I'm, I'm glad they told it. But before we jump into the synopsis, we have some casting. So as Buzz Lightyear, we have Chris Evans. As Izzy Hawthorne, we have Kiki Palmer. As Mo Morrison, we have Taika Waititi. As Darby Steele, we have Dale Souls. As Zerg, we have James Brolin. And as Alicia Hawthorne, we have Uzo Aduba. All right, Amanda, what do we have for a synopsis?
0: So Lightyear is the story of Captain Buzz Lightyear, the space ranger of Star Command upon which his toy is based from Toy Story. He travels through space and time to complete his mission with an unlikely band of misfits and, of course, his emotional support cat, Socks, to defeat the evil Emperor Zurg. What was your initial thoughts
1: on the overall concept of the movie?
0: So when Lightyear was first announced back at D23 a few years ago, I thought, what an interesting concept. I didn't think anything of Andy's toy Buzz Lightyear being based on an actual person. So this was super interesting for me. And I was like, yes, I'm completely on board. I will absolutely be going to see this movie.
1: So now that you've watched this movie, what was your overall take?
0: Within the first five minutes of watching this movie, I was just absolutely hooked. Not what I was expecting at all. And I loved it.
1: So what are your thoughts about the critics?
0: I think that the critics are completely absurd. This movie's adorable. If you haven't seen it, please watch it. It's on Disney+.
1: I don't know. I just felt that this movie was very forward thinking. And that's what the critics were upset about. There was one LGBTQ plus nod and people lost their minds over it. On top of it not being related to Tim Allen. And I think there's more story to be told, to be honest that ties it into Tim Allen's story that we haven't seen yet. But I was just so irritated that people in general just wanted to be negative about the whole situation. This is a different generation of a story that will lead up to Buzz Lightyear, the toy, and we just haven't seen it yet. So I thought this was the great prequel that would get us there.
0: Yes, I think that critics and fans of the original Toy Story movies were quick to write off this movie, but I think that it did a great job of separating itself from those movies and also celebrating it as its own new thing.
1: As a former cast member, I know that with certain Disney Pixar movies, there are certain park releases that happen for premieres and for a limited amount of time within the Disney parks. Did you see any park offerings released that were related to Lightyear?
0: Yes. As a current Disney cast member, there were many offerings for the movie Lightyear, First, we had a meet-and-greet character, so you could go and meet Buzz Lightyear and take pictures with him. We also have tons of merchandise, the biggest one being the Lightyear gauntlet. So similar to the Iron Man gauntlet that is a soda cup holder, there is a Lightyear version. And of course, there are plushies of socks, our favorite emotional support robot cat, and classic action figures, all the essentials.
1: I love it. Serious question. Was there a meat, bread, meat sandwich offering anywhere? Because I would pay for it.
0: Oh, uh, I wish there was. That would have been brilliant. And right. I would have purchased one.
1: <laughs> and I feel that if COVID wasn't a thing, that definitely would have been an offering. But I had to ask. I was like, oh, did I miss out on this? Could Was it sold in downtown Disney? And I just didn't <laughs> promise they'd get my business.
0: Can I mobile order this? Yeah. <laughs> this
1: is the part of the show where we spill the tea. That means spoilers. So, if you have not watched Lightyear on Disney Plus yet, stop what you're doing and go watch it. All right, Amanda, serious question time. Let's go. Favorite character? Socks. Okay. Okay. Hands down. Easy. All right. I like it. Um, I was torn between Socks and Mo.
0: I also have Mo written down. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Okay. Because Taika Watiti. Yes. You can't go wrong.
1: Big fan of Taika. I don't know. I felt like Mo was very relatable. Like, oh, you have a fear of commitment and a lack of direction. That's I don't know, every generation that's not a boomer right now or Gen X, I felt very seen. And they were addressing a very subtle elephant in the room of millennials who grew up with Toy Story of it's OK. Let's just address this subject head on. Taika, just I don't know if he volunteered to distribute and was like, I got this one. Felt like he nailed that role easily.
0: Side note, speaking of millennials who grew up with this movie, Uh I don't know if you saw this very little part of the movie, but when at the beginning of the movie, Buzz is in his ship and he's installing the autopilot and it's not working, he takes it out of the console, blows on it to fix it, (laughs) and then puts it back. As a millennial, I understood that reference. Yes. You
1: did too. Yes. My Nintendo loving heart just melted. And I thought they got the right guy to do it. They absolutely did. (laughs) Well, Socks was a close second for me. But hands down, my most underrated favorite storyline was when Buzz did everything to save Socks from being recaptured by the team of individuals who wanted to take him back. He was so anti-Socks at the beginning, but it was a gift from Alicia. And he understood the purpose of an emotional support animal. And I work with animals. It just hit me in the feels.
0: As a lover of both Chris Evans and my own emotional support cat, Stevie, this movie was perfect for me.
1: I love it. Okay, so what was your most underrated storyline?
0: I loved Alicia and Kiko's little storyline. I would love to see more of them. I think it's super important to have LGBTQ representation and to see it more fleshed out than we've seen in most Disney movies and most kids' movies. It's really nice to see that they're furthering that, and I'd like to see more.
1: All right. Biggest plot twist.
0: Zerg being Buzz. Now, having seen Toy Story 2, I was expecting it to be Buzz's father, because that's what is explained in that movie. This was a huge plot twist for me, not expecting it at all, and I loved how they did it.
1: Yes, and technically, it does look like Father Buzz. So it's a second generation of buzz and I get that, but I was like, oh, I did not see this coming. I thought I knew who the bad guy was and I was wrong. I thought it was Burnside and I was like, duh, this is where it's going. And I was so wrong, so wrong across the board. It caught me completely off guard. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time.
0: Yes, absolutely. Kept me on my toes throughout the entire movie.
1: Do you see a sequel, a spinoff, a Pixar short for anything Buzz Lightyear related for this particular storyline?
0: I could definitely see all of the above. This version of Buzz Lightyear is so interesting. And I think Chris Evans did such a fantastic job of really embodying who that character is while making it his own. I would love to see a sequel. I could definitely see some Pixar shorts, maybe featuring Alicia and Kiko and their little family. There you go. And growing up with Izzy and the kids, I'd love to see it. That's a good idea. I love it. Hire me Pixar. Right.
1: (laughs) Did you have a favorite quote or one-liner? Because this movie was filled with them. Yes. Okay.
0: It is from my favorite character, Socks. Once he has finally achieved hyperspace, it's from my favorite character, Socks. He says, congratulations, Buzz. That was utterly terrifying. And I regret having joined you. Completely deadpan. And I loved it.
1: There was a lot of pet psychology that went into that quote. It was what cat likes being in a car? Answer, none. Said no cat ever. Right. (laughs) knowing that Buzz Lightyear is about teamwork and just watching him with Woody and trying to be that team. And we've seen it as cast members. When new folks come in, it is not an easy adjustment. So you're like, uh, rookies. So my quote is rookie related. And to see Buzz in this early leadership journey, but not wanting to deal with the rookies was great. So the quote itself is so you're rookies, and Izzy's response is, "Oh, we'd love to be rookies. We're still building up to that." His face was just like, "Oh, no, why me? I'm a good person." And it's that again—the early journey to leadership. You love your team. You love the team that you already have, that's established. And now he has to rebuild. And the reason he's was it marooned on this planet is because of a selfish decision he made. It was one-track minded. He did not think about everyone involved, and now he's in this position where he has to create a new team and it's a second generation of misfit that he gets stuck with. And I just love seeing him evolve into what we know as the toy story leader and head of star command and so forth. That quote just hit me in the feels. Yeah. How did you feel this movie translated to toy story as far as the story goes? Cause that's what threw me for a loop. I was like, there's still more story to be told. I feel like in order for Buzz to be made a toy, he has to return to his home planet to explain everything that went down as far as the Zerg storyline and why Zerg is portrayed as the bad guy and not as older Buzz.
0: I was thinking I would love to see maybe a Pixar short of you see the end credits of the movie and then it pans out and you see Andy sitting in his seat with Woody and being like, whoa, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. And then it goes into like how the movie's a huge success. And then that's when the toys start being made. And then it leads right into Toy Story 1 when he gets his Buzz Lightyear action figure at his birthday party.
1: Pixar, hire Amanda. Okay. So your take on this is it's a movie that andy's watching not an actual what it
0: says at the outset of the movie is that in 1995 in toy story this was andy's favorite toy this is the movie that the toy is based upon yes okay so that is a good tie-in
1: if andy were to idolize buzz lightyear as an actual astronaut or space ranger and my take on it was we need buzz to return to earth to tell his story and be interviewed. And then, Ooh, then the movie comes out see that. like a biopic. Yes. And then Tim Allen's the lead for that. Yes. And we go from there. That was my take. I was like, okay, so how does Andy become a fan of Buzz Lightyear?
0: Yes, I could see that. I think that Lightyear did a great job of doing some subtle callbacks to the original Toy Story movies. Okay. For example, he's narrating himself. Yes. Say, you know, there's, No sign of intelligent life anywhere on this planet. Literally a quote from the original movies. His suit in this style of animation is so cool and just nostalgic. And then the way that he and Alicia say to infinity and beyond with each other just makes it all the more special right in the feels. And then there were some more subtle things that Buzz would do. His karate chopping when he first gets the suit back on. (laughs) New Buzz Lightyear toy with karate chopping action. I understand that reference now. (laughs) And then the capture cones when him and the gang are in Zerg's ship very much calls back to Toy Story 2 when they're crossing the street and they're in the cones. And then definitely some of the music was very familiar, sounded like little melodies that you would hear in Toy Story. My favorite, of course, was his ship at the very end of the movie, which is what his box design is based on. Yes! In the original Toy Story movies. I loved how they kept calling it the turnip. (laughs) (laughs) So, traditionally in Pixar movies, they put in tons of Easter eggs, both from past movies as well as future movies. I didn't see any upon my first watch, but... My general rule of thumb is watch it first the whole way through, then watch it again to find the Easter eggs.
1: The only Easter egg I heard about relating to this movie was that Sox made a cameo in Turning Red.
0: Definitely going to have to rewatch that to find him.
1: I think it's a blink and you miss it scenario. And I think that was foreshadowing what Sox would be for this movie because Turning Red came out before this.
0: Yes, it did.
1: If you fans found any Easter eggs that we definitely didn't see feel free to message us. We're open. We love the feedback. And now it is time for the spotlight of the week. The Fangirls podcast is now on Redbubble. Visit our newest online storefront and add any of our fandom-inspired designs to a variety of items, including hats, t-shirts, mugs, and so much more. All the info will be in the show notes. The Fangirls Podcast is now on Etsy.
0: Our shop has a variety of original custom-made fandom-inspired artwork in digital download form with prints inspired by Outlander, Bridgerton, Harry Potter, Marvel, and more. You're sure to find a design that celebrates your favorite fandom. Link to our store and all the info
1: will be in the show notes. Fangirls Podcast is brought to you by Believe Podcast Network, and we want to take a moment and thank you for tuning into our podcast. Please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts so that we can dish and spill the tea with more more fangirls and guys like you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast to hear all of our latest episodes. We love hearing from you. So connect with us on
0: Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Check out our website to see all that the fangirls are up to. We post a monthly shopping guide called the Fangirl's Favorite Things, inspired by your favorite fandoms. All the information will be in the show notes. See you next time. See you next time. of an incoming transmission from star command the fangirls podcast is not affiliated with disney pixar the disneyland resort disney plus or chris evans although we'd like to be (laughs) yes